uh, getting familiar, I hope, with checking with our purpose. We're chanda, desire, motivation, purpose. And this kind of uh, dhamma chanda is very much uh, not about um, getting something in the future, but about shaping and pointing and uh, energizing and directing the jitta awareness into the present to really be very uh, assiduous and, and diligent about that directly arising experience and working through the inferences that we make about ourselves, other people, past, future and so on all these inferences that are certainly you know, the way of the world and uh, the way we communicate and organize our conditioned, structured life, you must always be understood to be sankara, conditioned structures, conditioning forces. And for liberation, we're just establishing enough conditioning forces, enough structure, enough sankara of a skillful way, skillful, clear way, to look into what uh, is acquired, what is, what is present, what is arising, particularly in terms of own inferences, memories, attitudes, biases, suffering, stress, assumptions about that person, assumptions about other people, what we should, shouldn't, ought, oughtn't, all this kind of stuff, which congests the awareness. And all this is the, under the heading, constructed, the Sankata, and Sankata, and very pivotal term, Sankata, because of course the Buddha is teaching you way to the Asankata, the unconstructed. And how, how is the constructed established? It's established through Sankara. So this term, we often see it written and translated as mental formations. Well, you know, it's not an easy term to translate. Most translators kind of do the best they can. But a range of range of phrases probably more useful. We call it conditioning forces, programs. Because their mental formations makes it perhaps seems it's too conscious. So we think about these are deeply embedded psychological habits and patterns, processes. And they're programs in that when one starts running, it generates a whole world, is born out of it. Just like you push a button, there comes your past, there comes your future, there comes yourself, there comes other people, and all their qualities and senses and so on. And all the pressures and the agitation and the movement and the tangle and the embeddedness and the adhesiveness and the resistances all these very powerful qualities and dynamics that clog and um, become embedded till one's person is established as a, as a being out of all this clogged up stuff um, and maybe even seeks to get more solid as if solidity 
<laughs> which is actually the problem. It's the clogging stuck that's the problem. We don't actually want more of it. We want some kind of security. The Buddha saying it doesn't come through the world being solid. The security comes through the world being very fluid and dissolving. And then because then citta can be unclogged, ungrasped, untracked, unbound. It's only occurs, this is the possibility of direct experiencing. Direct experiencing, what does that mean? It means it's present, everything else is assumed, the past is assumed, the future is assumed, it's uh, intimate, it means it's right there happening, uh, and it's not manageable, not covered by the conventional self, which is a construction. What I should be, what I ought to be, what a good monk, what a good nun, what a good proper ajahn, what a skillful devoted lay disciple should be. No, it's not. (laughs) Those are good enough constructions to aim for, but the truth of the matter is there's a lot of stuff to moderate yeah, and that's our practice right now. Sankara is very crucial. It doesn't mean uh, several ways in which the term is used. Many, but uh, with one threefold term, the Vajji Sankara, the meant the verbal, the thinking, speaking, chattering, that construction, which is generally at the service of the citta-sankara. The heart is agitated, therefore it constructs. He is this, she is that, I'm not this, I could be, what about this, what about that? It starts chattering because it's fundamentally agitated. Citta, so the vajisankara is generally (coughs) at the service of the citta-sankara. We take it so as a real description <laughs> of the world out there. No, it's a real description of the world in here. But it you know, it doesn't seem like that because it's always talking about constructions, then me, I, was, future, and so forth. Notice, you know, what's the mood of it? You know, what's the mood of it? thought. Skip the story or condense the story down to the basic mood. Struggling, straining, should be. What's that mood? Fed up, oppressed, disappointed. What's that mood? And all the kind of moaning that goes on with it. The unfair and so forth. What's that planning? What's that mood? Agitation, restlessness, either great idea or you know something else I could be doing right now. What's that mood? What's that? Why is this not so clear? Because these moods are not 
socially acceptable. So there's a certain repression of the feeling and justification of it through thoughts. So Vajra Sankara, though it's actually the servant of the jitta, also obscures it from what it's really feeling. Jitta is only touched by feeling and perception, not by people, not by the past, but by the perception now. That's direct, the feeling now. Quality of pleasure, pain now. And that could be wavering so rapidly and shift and the emotion suddenly drops. We feel, oh, what's all that about? Storm passes through. So the jitta responds to perception and feeling, experiences that. What people mean to us, what a place or a situation or an occupation means to us, what it triggers in us. What idea of ourself is generated out of that? The one who has to do it all, the one who can't do anything, the one who is misunderstood, the one who is all these kind of things. Out of what? Perception, feeling, disturbed, agitated, uh, hungry, whatever. And this, so this sense then we can't just uh, slap it around until it is shape up. Jitta, the sense in which one has to realize it's in some trouble here. What's needed is sympathetic response to our insecurity, our uh, wanting pleasure, our wanting approval, our fearing disapproval, our wanting to be left alone, our wanting to belong to the group, our wanting to be get out of the group. Right now it's this, what's needed. This is the question. It's a verbal question, but it's searching for a chitta response of stay a little longer with that. Sympathy, goodwill, steadying, and discarding the construction that the chitta makes when it's under the pressure of perception and feeling. What construction does it make? It's my fault. It's his fault. It's their fault. I should. I shouldn't. Uh, I want to be here. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. I want to be here. Mm. All kinds of agitated reflex reactions. These are not decided upon they're just reactions to the confused pressurized chitta and all that is sankhara into I am and it becomes solid taking the lid off taking the I am out of it not just as a thought form it's easy enough to say you know 
perception is not self, feeling is not self, you know, it's an idea. Anybody can roll that out. But to actually tackle that I am experience with its energy, its compulsiveness. And one of the most fundamental compulsions of the, uh, that generate I am, the compulsion to hold on to something, to have something, to, to be something, to be secure, to defend oneself, to resist the unpleasant, to feel safe, to be secure. So it creates a solidity of an identity which feels solid, but it's just miserable, <laughs> stressful, tense, brittle, not able to flex, joyless, not able to open, stuck. So we begin to just test how solid do we need to be. Could we just create a simple holding structure? Body? Ground, space, keep clearing space from the psychological accumulations and the pressures that well up into that space. That's kind of the way it should be. Now, as you get some groundedness, then all the stuff floods into the space that's created. This is the karma, this is the vipaka, this is the accumulations, the acquisitions, flood with their poignant and their reasonable requests and their poignant demands and their fearful cries. Lots of clearing that space, not through brutality, but through just goodwill, being spacious, acceptance, non-reaction. Uh, not a dumb non-reaction, but a sensitive, it's okay. And you see this stuff is moving and changing. You focus on the sign of change. Feelings are intense. Feelings are poignant. Feelings are captivating. Feelings are alluring. Beguiling. Mm-hmm. Is it possible just to shift the focus just a tad to the changeability of it. Pleasant? Unpleasant? I'll grant you that. Is it changeable? Does it fluctuate? Does it pulse? Does it surge? There's a sense of dispassion because instead of the passion of the mind which always adheres to the intensity of feeling disagreeable or agreeable, passion adheres to it, favours it, lingers in it, dwells in it, agonises over it, celebrates it. This is passion. The dispassion, this is a feeling, I'll grant you that. Unpleasant feeling, I'll grant you that. Very difficult feeling, I'll grant you that. Feeling you don't want, I'll grant you that. 
and all that is created by it, how it shouldn't happen, shouldn't be, should be. I'll grant you that. But isn't it changing? So you think, well, so what? Well, <laughs> the big so what is that just that beginning to lever, leverage away from passion to dispassion. And in the dispassion, the solidity, the locking, the feverishness, the clinging begins to soften. The intensity of it is built on passion, the passion to be, to become, safe, secure, established, okay, approved of, disapproved, you know, out of this. The passion for it is, begins to diminish. This is where this mental formation doesn't really do justice for the quality of passion that these sankharas <coughs> contain that keep them so vigorous and ingenious they thrive on it it's food food of raga and what is the arising of that? in the moment is it because you're such a passionate person no it could be what good does that do contact passion flares contact direct experience be very ruthless about that direct experience now Contact, passion arises. Contact of what? Feeling. Contact of what? Perception. Passion arises. Mild, strong, and then the constructing occurs. The flood. Asawa, Oka, floods, outflows. Outflow becoming. Trying to be something. Outflow of sensuality. Feed on something. The outflow of ignorance. Keep fabricating more and more of it. Yeah? The outflow of ignorance means when things are getting complicated, make it even more complicated. <laughs> that would be good for you. <laughs> Develop a complicated idea to deal with your complexities and spend years fashioning particular strategies and complicated plans and processes to deal with the complexities. This is called awija, not feeling, not getting it. Ignorance contact. It's taking us away from direct experience. There's a very good logic for that, really, because direct experience is vulnerable, poignant, stirring. It feels, and it blows, penetrates the I am with its intimacy and its randomness and its volatile qualities. That's why it lifts the cap, the I am cap off.
their identity package starts to come apart. No, saying in the sutta, one inclines the citta, inclines away from all this aggregates, inclines the deathless in this way. This is peaceful. This is sublime. The stilling of sankara. The relinquishment of acquisitions. Dispassion. Cessation, the destruction of craving. Nibbana. The stilling of Sankara. Through withdrawing disengagement, we have to recognize that. Right now it's this. The, the dispassion, dispassion within it, so this sense of dispassion towards it, it's like this now. No point getting upset about it, flapping and running around, moaning about it, despairing over it or celebrating, it's just this now. It's a condition. Me not liking it is another condition. And wherever we can find that place, where we can just stop and turn round, even it's just acknowledging I really don't like myself very much, I don't like this. In that place, could that that's a condition. Could that construction itself be seen as oh, how's that feel? Can you rest there and begin to generate or bring the sympathetic jitta quality? Because jitta heals the jitta. And its signs are panya, discernment, as we are able to, in all this, in all this flood, there's a little bit where it's shallower, in all this impulse, there's a little bit where it's kind of cool, calmer, there. Could be in my body, could be in the out-breath, could be in the silence, could be in the sense of space around me, could be, you know, there. There, possible for the jitta to touch ground, touch ground, but it can. It's that value of wisdom to know where you can gain access, where you're not swept into another locked place. Jitta um, um, does gain ground, its nature is to be harmful. Because that's another way of talking about it. It's both mind, heart. It's heartful. Hearts are sympathetic. They're not necessarily gushing with lots of powerful emotion, but they're basically sympathetic. They listen. They sensitize. They open. They even embrace experience as it is with a compassionate quality. You find a touch of ground, jitta can turn in that way. Mm. 
out of the passion of the dukkha, of the craving, to be with it in a sympathetic way that causes the flood, the volitional rush to dwindle. And the, the I am that takes a standpoint that locks to soften something more gentle, open, modest, trusting. Okay, you know, life's like this. Sankaras are like this now. So this is a very tangled web, the Sankara web. Through not seeing this, avijya pachaya Sankara, through not seeing, not feeling it, not directly handling it, this whole realm of dukkha gets fabricated and, and the I am acts as the lock that both stops it being released and acts as the foundation for more of the same. So this again is a this I am is a sankara called ahankara, the I am construction. Though the memo is not self, the direct practice is feeling. As it said, all dhammas converge on feeling. They arise with chanda. They're rooted in chanda. They arise with attention. They're born of contact, they converge on feeling. Where there's contact, feeling, all dhamma. So this is the place where that foundation for I am could be quiet and stilled, soothed. There's no need to take a defensive strategy against feeling. The feeling is feeling. There's no need to take a, get fascinated by feeling. Feeling is feeling. As I said, it's mindfulness gains authority over them. Wisdom supervises. Liberation is the essence. They consummate, they terminate in the, they consummate in Nibbana, they terminate in the deathless. Mm. <laughs> uh, delightful sequences, but to redirect practice we come into the, the felt sense of it. Feeling is constructed. So in the Sutta, you know, 
these sankharas construct everything. They construct consciousness. They construct, they conditionally program consciousness into you know, collecting visual data into a visual world. That's sankara. And often you look in the visual field, you recognize within the whole field of visual potential, you see about 5%. If you, if you have your eyes wide open, everything's a blur. So there's a construction going on, that's called attention. It narrows down to a shifting 5% or 2% that runs around. Sankara construct consciousness. Constructed by adding a mental note to that. That's how the world is constructed through Sankara consciousness. Sankara construct perception. Mm-hmm. Something turns and runs back, picks up a memory, picks up an inference, picks up a sign, says that's it, that's her, that's him, that's this, that's that, I'm this, I'm that. Constructs. So what does that? Rummages around, brings up a perception, a short memory, you could say. That's how it conditions them. It lays them down as well. All the many things we see in here, the things that have the most intensity to them, Sankara memorizes those. Doesn't memorize the ordinary, nothing special. Doesn't memorize those at all. It just memorizes a few highlights in a day, in a relationship, and so forth. That's how Sankara construct perceptions. Sankara construct feeling. How do they do that? Because mental interpretation that occurs at the point of contact. I am being overwhelmed. I am being evaded. I am being delighted. This could be great for me. That construction, that contact, feeling arises. And what does feeling do? Feeling pushes. That's what it's constructed to do. It's constructed to push and pull. Feeling pushes and pulls the jitta. That's its construction. Jitta gets pushed and pulled, spun around, teased, flattened by feeling. That's the construction. And this... Construct some further constructions, so cars construct all kinds of complications around all that process. Constructs form, even. What is apprehended as being present. <clears throat> How it's named, sanya, qualities of it. But we're recognizing, you know, this can get very complex. What's the way out? Through jitta. Jitta has wisdom as a potential. First sign of wisdom here is acknowledging skillful, unskillful. This quality of mind sounds a bit deceptive, sounds a bit grumpy to me. About that one. I don't think I want to follow that. That's wisdom. It's wise in terms of ethics. 
I shouldn't treat him like that. That's not appropriate. So I should, you know, a little bit of sensitivity and mutuality. One's wise about suffering. This is where it occurs at this point. Point of contact, passion, impulse. Um, and jitta is also heartful. That feels bad. Oh, compassion. Mm-hmm. So this way, jitta releases jitta. Mm-hmm. We feel the feeling. We grow spacious enough to be able to experience difficult feelings as they arise. Finding a place for them. Pleasant feelings as they arise. Finding a place for them. No longer being embarrassed, flustered, awkward, overwhelmed by pleasant feeling. Sometimes one's praised loved, adored. I'm very awkward about that. As it blows the self-package open, unpleasant feeling. Shouldn't happen. Desperate, miserable. Blows the self-package apart. I'm finding heartfulness is the, creates the space to accommodate feeling. Let it feel. We don't let it, if it's not allowed to feel, for sure there'll be the lock and the self defending itself. Grading territory, defense strategies, flight strategies, space out strategies, get away from it. Feeling has to be understood both through wisdom and through heart. And the result is dispassion. Mm. Suffering eases up. Sankara loses its grip. When Sankara loses its grip on any aspect, and this exactly reverse process occurs. Sankara do not construct consciousness, do not construct perceptions. They begin to release them. One lives in a very fluid world, never really knowing for certain one moment to the next. And you're open to it, at ease with it, feeling increasingly confident with it, recognizing all that you need is what you have jitta. It's all you need, because that's all, that's all you have. Mm. One turn and turning away from this constructing process, because something's been sensed as more valid, more fruitful, more rich, more trustworthy than the conditioned. Chitta liberated from the asava through non-clinging, through non-fixation, through non-selfing it. 
This is the, you know, these are the memos, the reminders that this is all possible. Mm. And the suttas are very direct about it. You know, one feels miserable, racking feeling. Miserable, racking feelings assailing me. You know, they're very figurative. Beats his breast, lamenting. <laughs> you know, they're, not, they're very gutsy. You know, they knew what it was like. Then, still within that, there is a cause and condition for the arising of skillfulness, liberation. Then we come to that uh, process of direct experience. It's like a filtering of all the cadences of the past and the world and the history. Just the filtering, letting it settle down into core qualities. Like the, the mud that's all stirred up and it settles down into this kind of there's where the, you feel where the, where the clog is, where the clogging is. Can you just acknowledge that? Be with that. See it with dispassion. Not something you have to hurry up and get over. No pressure. Find the place where your your awareness. She was most assured. Your body, your breathing, silence, space, the movement, where you find your ground. Turning. Turning towards that. This is the tension. This is the Locking in the body, this is the spacing out, the planning, the running away, the fantasizing, the scripts, shift, you know, filter it down. What's the root, raw root basis of all this complexity? Contact, feeling. Could we, but they are transient, impermanent, for one who turns, one is able to turn, you see them as they actually are, you realise there is some possibility for cessation to occur, for diminution to occur, and that's profound. It's going to take jitta to a mark for secure, fulfilled place than this I am package can ever afford it. It's worth the sacrifice. It's worth the struggle. And it is a struggle to overcome what must be overcome. So taking some time today, direct practice, the simple structures, bodily structure, walking, sitting, standing, 
reclining, simple relational structure, you know, friends, companions, at least non-conflicting, put aside, you know, open up mutual regard, relational structure, monastic structure, precepts, forms, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Gives us space for the rest of it to unfold. Yeah.